the crystals of creation have revealed themselves. Evils emerge across the multiverse. The armies of the abyss gather. The Underdark's plans are near fruition. Chaos erupts across all spheres and darkness descends on the plains. Alliances are forged in blood. The gods move avatars like pawns on a board and unlikely heroes emerge to thwart the unstoppable. But will it be enough before the material plane crumbles? The hopes rest in a group of wayward adventurers. The battle of the Outlands awaits. All right, where did we last leave off? Well, uh, my computer froze and uh, lost all audio. So that's a good way of leaving off. So I was thinking that Charles will be able to tell us what he remembers since Kurgan, you probably have no memory of what happened during the last episode. So what oh, do you yeah. remember, Charles? All right, so we are on this train uh, with uh, hunting down some leads led by, uh, what's her face, April. Yo. Um, and there was this guy that uh, we learned might have some sort of connection to uh, the Mind Flayers. And so we went and tried to talk to him and uh, snuck into the room that was very dark, magically dark, but we didn't worry about that until we started getting waylaid by some mind flayers and their little mind dog pet squids. Uh, and so then they started rickety wrecking us pretty good. Uh, Jurgen and Jay both got stunned. And so eventually Charles managed to uh, dispel the darkness and then chase the mind flayer out onto the roof of the train and managed to grab a couple papers from him before uh, going into a tunnel and losing him. Yeah, I think that's a pretty damn good uh, recap of what happened. And I think we should start this one off with, well, let's, let's talk about what happens to a character when their intelligence goes all the way down to zero. What do you, what? Does that character like just work on instinct now? What do you think? I mean, what else would it would happen? I mean, it, I don't really. <laughs> <laughs> right? You're... Yeah, I mean, I no longer have the intelligence to like even comprehend that language is, exists. <laughs> so what I'm gonna th uh, go with is Kurgan. You kind of like fall into this, your consciousness falls into like a dreamlike state. And now you're just muscle memory. And while you're in this dreamlike state, because your intelligence is, I assume it's still there. It's just, I would say they're masking it. It's not gone forever. You are in this darkness and a thin mist swirls about you. You feel like this weightlessness to you, like everything that you carry has no weight to it in this misty darkness in your mind. You have full intelligence in this area. You're just, you don't, you're not in your body right now. 
This is your consciousness. The mist swirling about you is, is like, it's hard for you to see. What are you doing? I'm just gonna call out, be like, hello? Okay, why don't you roll me What's going a, on? Yeah, roll me a perception. That is an 11 total. Okay. It, this mist, mist is just all around you. It's hard for you to see, but what you do see is a movement, uh, like a shadow, like moving in front of you. What are you going to do? Um, I guess I watch it for a little bit and then I like try and like walk towards it. And if walking doesn't work, I try and like swim towards it, I guess. Yeah, well, walking does work. So as you walk towards it, the mist kind of parts. And you see this monstrous shadow rise above you. There's two glowing red eyes. And there's a bed with a child sleeping just peacefully in this bed as this monster hovers right over it. What are you doing? I am confused as to the situation and my presence here. I say that out loud. And you see sort of like a light, uh, maybe a headlight of like, you think of fog and there's a headlight of a motorcycle in the distance and it's getting, and it's kind of swaying back and forth and it's coming towards you as this monster is just get inching closer and closer, putting one hand on one, one bedpost, the other on the other, and its mouth opens up and this drooling, uh, drool kind of dripping down one of its long fangs. What are you doing? I still don't really know what's going on, but I'm not gonna let a baby get eaten. So I'm gonna try and rush forward and try and, uh, uh, Get the baby away, I guess. And as you rush forward, a man, shaved head, like a Buddha, very old, lots of wrinkles, and he holds like a paper lantern, and the darkness around it is just dissipates, and he is very bright in this place. And he goes, hello, my friend. Um, hello, I say as I still go to pick up the baby. And he's, he's like, there's nothing you can do here to help this child. That is a hashalog, preying on the kid's nightmare. He's fine. He just feeds off the fear of the child. Oh, okay. Come. Follow the light. And he steps back a little bit, disappearing into the mist, leaving behind like a will-o'-wisp of light as the mist surrounds him in the darkness. I've been told not to follow the light in these sorts of situations. It's like a euphemism for like death or something. 
But uh, Kagan's just gonna stand there and look around for a bit. He sees like the Yushalug and the the kid, and he's like, um, nothing else is happening. So he just kind of aches forward towards towards the light, or just in a general direction. Uh, towards the light. Okay. And it's not hard to find the light and you follow it. And it looks like he has stopped in a graveyard of these dead nightmare creatures all around, hundreds of them. And he holds the lantern up and he says, there, do you see it? And he points to where the sky emerges and there's stars all around and there's this dark shape circle appearing in the night sky he says do you see that there he points at the dark shape i think so that is zoriat x-o-r-i-a-t how do you would you say that zorat I've already sort of pronounced as Zoriat. Yeah. Zoriat. You, yes. you got it right. Yeah. Yeah. Zoriat. He said, that is Zoriat. A power has awakened it. Okay. Yes. I do believe Varric and the gatekeepers, dimensional seals, are holding it in pl- that we're holding in a place are not doing so anymore. And I believe your friend over there has the answer and he points and there is Jay on the ground unconscious oh shit uh Hyogen sort of goes over to him but before he does he kind of turns around to the the old guy and is like is this is this really happening or am I just like having a hallucination or something because I do not know how I got here and then he continues going for uh, uh, my buddy. Yep. And he laughs, the the Buddha man, and he laughs and he's like, yes, you are hallucinating, but dreams, dreams are powerful. Dreams connect the powerful to the mundane, like a conduit. And you are in that conduit now. Take care of your friend. I think he holds the key and good luck. And as you go over to your friend, Jay on the ground, you see the light kind of fade off into the distance. What are you doing? Um, I guess I'm just looking over Jay, seeing if he's like hurt or something. Can I okay. do like a medicine check yeah, or something? Yeah, definitely was. Give me a medicine check, please. Nine. Nine. He is breathing. You can tell that. He looks like he's sleeping. Really. He doesn't look like in any distress. But you hear a faint sound. And it says, wake up. Wake up. Wake up. And that's where we'll leave you. And we'll go to the 
top of this moving lightning train going probably 150 miles an hour through the tunnel. And you, we're gonna go with, uh, you have two pages in your hand plus 1d10. So why don't you roll a 1d10, add your two, and that's how many pages you were able to swipe. Four. All right, so six total? Yep. So you have six total pages you're able to grab. You're on this moving train. It's dark, but you have dark vision, so you're able to see fine. Um, the roof above you, is a, you have to duck, and you're kind of nervous because you don't know what's coming ahead, so you're, so you're probably crouched down, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, what are you doing? Well, guess I lost the uh, grid face, so I'll uh, either march along the top, or if it doesn't seem like there's room uh, to like crawl, then I will just uh, like climb back down and enter the closest cart that I can. Okay. Roll me a one d. Uh, I think there is. Yeah, there's like uh, 30 train cars, so go ahead, 1d30, find out where you're at. All right, 19. So you're in uh, cart 19, and you slide down, and you are kind of at the door where you can go to the suite area. What are you doing? I'll go ahead and I'll uh, just pull out one of my things and cast invisibility on myself okay and then uh just enter and start making my way to uh back to the front all right you can you're gonna be stealth wise here or well, just casual i'm not like trying to avoid every sound i'm just trying to keep people's eyes off me okay no problem you make your way back to where uh, back to the front car where we were fighting. Okay, so you're those. making your way there. Uh, give me a perception. Ooh. Oh, natural 20. So as you are making your way to the back, you see that in car seven, there the henchmen are, are running up, knocking people over in front of you and running towards the tr- the area that you were fighting in. Uh, henchmen of the... Uh, yeah. The guy so, that we were talking to? Yeah, so there was three carts that this yeah. uh, had, and you went to one, and you knocked on the door, and he says, oh, they're not in this cart. Those people that were in that cart, for some reason, know what happened, or have gotten wind that something's up, and is running towards the train car that you were fighting in. Gotcha. Uh, I'm just going to follow them. Okay. Yep. You and follow. this time I am going to try to be sneakier. Okay. Roll me a stealth. 16. Okay. You feel that you are being uh, pretty stealthy. All right. We're going to go 
back to Kurgan. You, you're hearing this, wake up, wake up. And then all of a sudden your body is up and you open your eyes and there is uh, April. You have no intelligence here, but you're awake. What are you doing here? She's I like, just make a noise as like, I'm guessing she's shaking me. I make yeah, a noise and then I just like, just put my arms up sort of weakly and just try and brush her aside. She's like, we hurry, we need to hurry up. She's, I barricaded the door as much as I can, but they're, they're gonna come through here any moment. And she has this like black fox in her hand with this cracked dragon shard inside of it. And they're like, what are we gonna do? We can't go through that door. Uh, and, and, and Jay's knocked unconscious. What are we, what are we gonna do here? Does she sort of gesture to Jay? Yeah, Jay's right next to you and he's unconscious. Well, the last thing I was doing in my sort of dream thing was I was near Jay, so I guess I'm gonna sort of get up and crawl over to him or something. Yep. Okay, you crawl over to him and what? Uh, is there lots of like banging on the door as well? Uh, you give me a perception. Okay. It's just that uh, Miss Press said that they were trying to break in or something. Perception. Well, that's not what she said, but that is a 13. Okay. So Lost you're you're hearing uh, maybe footsteps coming down. She's like, they're, they're going to get here anytime. We, we got to get out of here. We cannot be seen in this train car or we're screwed. She's, and she's going to the one of the windows and she's like, maybe we can get out the window here and, and, and get to another train car. That's, that's the only way I can, unless you have something magical that can get us somewhere. Kyrgyz does not understand a word she is no. saying and I don't think he understands what words even are. Yeah. He just true. sort of, um... Can I do like an insight to check to see like... Yeah, with disadvantage. What she's trying to convert. Thank you. And disadvantage, please. Seven. Okay. Uh, you can tell that this person is panicky. You don't know, remember who she is. She's kind of familiar to you. Uh, more, the guy unconscious is more familiar, but you don't know who he is. You just have this feeling of fight and flight. So this is the flight aspect of your, uh, you know, instinct. I she guess Kyrgyz will- Yeah, she doesn't seem aggressive towards you, so. Okay. I guess Kyrgyz will pick up Jay and uh, sort of follow uh, Miss Press a bit. Yep, give me a strength check. Strength check, all right. How heavy? Fuck. That's a natural one for a total of five. Okay, you're struggling to pick him up. Tom, describe what, what's going on with you here. Like, usually I'd try and pick him up from like his sort of not directly his center of mass, a little bit away with two of my arms, but because I'm just an idiot right now, I'm trying to pick him up by like his wrists or something. Yeah. 
<laughs> you're drag. You're just dragging him towards the window. Uh, we're gonna go outside the door. The uh to Charles. These guys are running down the staircase to the train car that you had to fight in. What are you doing? Uh, how many of them are there? Um, there's three of them. Very burly looking men. Uh, they don't have their weapons out, but you've noticed that their hands are resting on their weapons. Yeah. Um, all right. How, uh, how far are we from the train car now? Um, uh, from, you're going down the stairs around, say, not di- a direct line. It's probably about 10 feet, but it's probably about 15 feet because of the stair kind of curls around. Oh, uh, okay. So like we're in the, we're in the yeah. bike car now. Yeah, you're right. Gotcha. You're right there. Well, I'll just, I'll follow them down to the door, which okay. is still locked, right? Is there yeah, anyone, there, like, yeah, there, are, there, are there more people there? There are just us three, and one of the guys is, like, throwing his shoulder into the door right now, and it's kind of budging a little bit. There's something blocking it. Oh, okay. We didn't get to use this course, so I'll use it now. Um, I am going to... Exit the train car as quick as I can, and then crawl along the side until I can see a window, and use that bead of Misty Step, and poof into the uh, train car, if that works. Okay, so so you're going to find an exit out, which is not a problem, because you're like almost in between cars, so you can crawl out the side, and you're going to like where the window's at? Yes. Okay, not a problem. And I'm still invisible. Uh, you can give me a, perc- a perception, please. Okay. Ah, there it is. Ugh, nope, you see nothing with that five. <laughs> so, yeah, there's the windows there, and you're going to misty step in? Uh, well, I can only misty step if I can see the place I'm misty stepping. Yeah, you could see the window into uh, that room now, so you can see it. Into the fight car? Yeah, but you just don't see anything other than... Okay. Well, we'll go ahead and poof into there, and and my visibility is down. Okay, now you are inside. You see Kurgan dragging Jay by the wrist towards a window. You see April's got she's found a stool or chair that was tipped over and is proceeding to climb out the window uh what's going on here kurgan uh, april what's yep. what's happening here uh we need to get out of here if we are found in this car right now we are going to be blamed for this and we are going to be thrown into the next jail cell so if you don't mind, do you have anything to poof us out of here? Uh, yes, but I can't communicate with the shit. So are we still in the tunnel? You, uh, yes, you're still traveling through this tunnel. Okay, maybe 
I can get us all down safely if we can wait until after we get out this tunnel. I can just feather fall us to the ground and then I can make us a little protection uh, until Gergen or Jay regains their senses and can contact the ship. Is there any way you can just poof us into another train car or? I'm not, not all of us. All right, I'm gonna give a strength check to my guys right now. DC, why don't you roll uh, why don't you roll me a 1d10, please? It had 10 to that. That'll be what I have to beat. So 15. All right, I'm going to add five to this because this guy's pretty strong. Oh, four, 14. So it is he can get his hand in. He slid it enough. He can't get through. So uh, I'll give you guys all an action that you want to do before we I get to, to roll again here. Jurgen just like, drops Jay and he just goes over to the door and kicks it hard, even though the guy's hand is still there. Oh, excellent. Okay. Why don't you roll me and uh, what do you what do you think here? An attack roll or an unarmed strike? I mean, <laughs> yeah, that works. Yeah, give me an unarmed strike. That's an 18 to hit. That that hits that hits pretty damn good. Four. It deals five damage. It's not okay. Yeah, strike. but you hear yeah. crack. It's like God damn it. And he, yeah, and he's like, what happened? Stop, stop, somebody just kicked the door. Hit the door. Get, open this goddamn nothing freaking door. And he's yelling. Um, I think he broke my hand. He's like, how do you know it's a man? Shut up. <laughs> this isn't the time, Jerry. <laughs> Just goddamn open the door. And then, the, all right. Okay, so that's his action. Charles, what are you doing? Oh, shoot. Um, so it's still just the three guards there, right? Yeah, the three henchmen right now. Okay. I'll turn to April and go, hide. I'll uh, distract them. And uh, I think, yeah, I'm going to pull out uh, my caterpillar cocoon again. And I'll start running towards the door. And before I can get there, it'll uh, morph over me and I'll transform into a T-Rex. A T-Rex? On a train? Would it fit? I think your head's gonna no, no way. How tall is a T-Rex? You're like head's gonna think, go right through uh, the floor, the ceiling. Oh, uh, it's huge! Upstairs. It's huge. Okay, I thought I thought it was just large. All right. <laughs> just, well then, <laughs> there goes that. Um, so we, that's the only exit from this room, right? Yes. Other than the windows. Yeah. Just the windows okay. and that door. Okay. Is the green gem still on the ground? The what? No. It's actually in that black box that had uh, in the oh, dragon okay. shard was a green gem. Okay. So April already grabbed that. And she, yeah, she, she has it tucked okay. under her arm. Well then, uh, did you say that there was a crack in the door? 
Um, no, the door is open. Not so yet. There's a Not crack. Yet. Like, okay. uh, but let's say Kurgan made a crack with his foot. Yeah. Um, I'll, I will hold my action to okay. cast cast Rhymes Binding Ice for whenever they break through the door. And April's like, oh, okay, whatever. If you guys are staying, that's fine, but I'm going to uh, get the hell out of here. So she is scurrying up and out and Let's see, I'm gonna make it the DC 12, plus two to her, to this roll. All right, 18. So she very easily slides up, pulls herself up onto the roof of the train car and disappears out of sight. Now I'm gonna roll for my guys. Uh, DC was 15, but we're just gonna make this a 10 here, plus Oh, boom, the door opens up the bookshelf and table that April put in front of it just slides away. And there's these three henchmen. One guy's like, like shaking his hand and they're like, oh, it's them. Get them. And now they're running towards you and we can roll for a face full of ice. Yeah, you can you can go ahead and. uh, all right, they all need to make con saves, all right. or they will be stuck in place. All right, so con save coming up. A 13. Fails. A 8. Fails. And a 15. That is my DC. All right, so one of them. So um, tell me what it looks like. What happened here? Uh, so as they're kind of getting through, I'm putting my hand on the ground and frost is spreading from one of my tattoos onto the ground. And as they break the door, I just like slide it towards them and it just in a cone and uh, sticks and freezes two of their feet to the ground. But the other one manages to break through it. So the one that broke yeah. through it takes 11 cold damage and the others take 22. Ooh, 22. Okay. Oh, man. All right. So... Let's see here. Okay. Yep. Okay. So we can roll for initiative now. All right. Charles, what are you doing here? Uh, did it look like that? Like really hurt them, or did they still? Two of them okay? are bloodied. All right. Well then. Gosh. Monkey. Um. I will just go ahead and uh, shoot a ray of frost at one of the bloody ones. Okay. Crack, crack. That is a natural one. That <laughs> not do it. So it no, just, that doesn't. Yep, it hits the wall behind him. Ice freezes against the wall. Uh, anything else you got? No. Yeah, bonus action. I'm just gonna shove Jay's limp body uh, five <laughs> feet further away. Kind of the limp body of Jay kind of moves to the side. Uh, it is my turn. So, Kurgan, two of them are coming at you with short swords, swings. One does a fifteen. Uh, I. Th- yeah, that's my armor class, so that hits. All right, eight damage. Not too bad there. Okay. I'm not raging. Yep. Is a eighteen. 
Yep, that hits. That's six damage. And then... Wait, wait, that... wait. The two of them are frozen. They can't move. Uh, yeah. So one guy can. He has two attacks. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, they can't move, but they can throw a dagger at you, Charles. So... Yes. All right, so here comes one dagger attack at you, Charles. 18? Uh, yeah. That's five. It's piercing. All right. Because they threw it. And then the other guy throws a dagger at you. And 11. Uh, 11 misses. Okay, so uh, the guy running in after you tried to hit him with the Ray of Frost dodges it, slides towards Kurgan, and does two slashes, one across his chest, comes up behind and slashes him across the back. The other two guy, guys take knives out and throw it at you, Charles. One strikes you in the shoulder, and the other one pierces the wall behind you. It is Kurgan's turn. What are you doing? Uh, okay. Me, big dumb, and me, big angry. I'm gonna rage, and I'm gonna swing at a... Uh, this guy. So, as an as I rage, I give the uh, ten HP to everyone. Blah blah blah. I think it's four. Nice. Thank action. you. Yeah, four temporary hit points to uh, uh, Miss Press if she's nearby, to uh, Charles and to Jay. She's climbed up. She's up above you on top of the train car. Okay. Cool. Uh, and then I've I've raged as well, and now I'm just I'm just gonna punch because I'm, I'm an idiot. Yep. Go ahead. Unarm. Unarm strike. That's a 19 to hit the guy that hit me. Yep. That hits. Nice. Five damage. Okay. And then the next attack is only a 10. Okay, that misses. He he blocks it with his uh with his forearm. All right. Is that your turn? Uh, yeah, Kurgan's an idiot right now. Okay, Charles, you're up. What are you doing? Uh, so how far is the guy that's attacking Kurgan uh, from me? I'd say about 15 feet away. Okay, great. Well, then we'll ray frost him. Okay, go right ahead. There we go, that 17. Hits. That hits. Eight damage and okay. speed is reduced by ten. Okay, no problem. Anything else? Um No, that's all. That's all. Okay. My turn. Okay, two short sword attacks against you, Kurgan. Uh thirteen misses and a twenty-one. Uh that misses. Twelve but half <laughs> is six damage. Indeed is. Can these guys break free from the ice? It takes their action. Okay, so we uh, will... Let me, let me double check that. Yeah, double check that, because... Uh, it lasts a minute or until it or another creature within reach uses an action to break the ice. Okay, so they are going to use one of their actions to break free each. One's going to run over to... Actually, they're both going to run over to you, Charles, because the think of you as a bigger threat and one short Boy. sword 
attack each. Alright. Ooh, natural 20. Boomers. 17. Okay, okay, okay. And the other guy comes up. A 21. Hell yeah. With nine. So right. that, that's 26 damage right there. Yeah. Okay. And Kirigan, you're up. Well, um, I see that people are using their things to hit people with, so Kyrgyz going to use his thing to hit people with. He's going to draw the great sword of the Gruul off of his back. Okay. Uh, and then is. he's oh. he is going to swing, not at the guy he was fighting at first, but the guy fighting uh, Charles. Okay. So you're going to have to, they're going to get an opportunity attack against you here. You're breaking. Oh, yeah. I know that Kyrgyz doesn't. He's okay, just... so here's my opportunity <laughs> attack against you. A five. So how do you dodge that? Uh, I don't dodge. I just move quickly. Like, yeah. I, I turn my head and I see uh, those two just trying to slash at Charles. And so Kyrgyz just makes a sort of angry grunting noise and... and quickly walks off and the other guy he just slashes at the air but somehow he misses okay and deer attacks that is an 18 to hit that hits all right that is uh 13 damage plus oh yeah plus extra damage from uh, uh, my rage which is oh man uh plus three and then I do, uh, I believe it's 1d4 of fire, and then a d4 of cold. So that would be 16 damage plus 6 total, so that would be uh, uh, 22. Oof, that's a good freaking hit. Okay. Yeah, he's looking very bad right now. As you hit him across the back, he just takes a lot of damage and he's kind of stumbles as blood's just gushing out of him okay what else you got kirigan i got a second attack per action uh that's gonna be a 21 to hit same guy uh yeah why not okay go ahead okay that's 14 damage plus uh, uh three from raging would make it 17. do you want to make it lethal Oh, yeah. Okay. How do you make it lethal here? Uh, I guess, um, like, in his stupid state, Kyrgyz is more or less just swinging wildly, and so the first slash sort of gets him, like, across the chest in the sort of diagonal uh, thing. It's not very deep, but it's very bloody. Yeah. And the, the next slash sort of comes from the other side and does, like, a big sort of X thing. But this time it's a lot deeper and uh, yeah, like you know how in Harry Potter, nearly headless Nick has like a little bit of flesh keeping his head on his body. <laughs> I'm doing that, but to this guy's chest. Oh, and he is down, and blood just squirts all over you, uh, uh, Charles. Delicious. Okay. Uh. I am going to yell really, really loudly because 
idiot, and then I'm gonna do the bonus action for four temporary hit points. You got it. I should force you to go oh, reckless because you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. You want me to roll like yeah. first and second attack again? Oh uh, no, you're fine. Because yeah, you, you hit off those, so it didn't matter. Yeah, but it could have been a crit. Yeah, it wasn't a crit. Yeah, okay. it wasn't a crit. Okay, Charles, you're up. Ah, oh, nice job. Uh, seeing having the blood go right in my face. Yeah, uh, my eyes will kind of flash, and I'm gonna kind of set aside my magic and try to bite at the the other guy. Okay, uh, with my lower intelligence and the blood, it's just too much for poor Chuck at the moment. Go for it. But that's only a 10. Yeah, he, like, what the hell's going on? And he puts his, like, sword up and you're, like, trying to get to him, but he's holding you back. What are you doing? Uh, yeah, that's all, that's all. Just, oh, dang it. Okay, I snapped out of it. Alright, and, uh, short sword against you, Charles? 17? Uh, that is my AC, yep. So the guy that blocking you from, like, biting him, he kind of kicks you back a little bit enough to get a sword swing at you, swings at you for 10 damage. All right. Okay, and you have, we have another guy from behind. He's like, what? Kurgan, he's like yelling. He's like, God damn you. And... A miss, and a miss. Oh, 17? I think that hits. Oh yeah, the, the advantage, because you're gonna go, rec oh, you haven't reckless yet, so just a 17. So that is six damage, so three, because you're raging. Oh, and my guy that hit you, Charles, is coming back with another sword attack against you. 18. Yep. And 12 damage. How are you looking, Charles? All right. Not great. Not okay. great. Okay. It is Kyrgyz. You're up. Yay. Uh, the other guy that uh, went for um, uh, Charles, that's the name. Uh, he's still around? Yes. Oh, yeah. He's not for long. He isn't. Fine. Let's see that. Let's see what you got. That is a 28 to hit. Oh, that'll do it. Because I'm attacking recklessly. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, that's 13 damage plus 3 from rage. So that's uh, 16. And then the D4 is uh, 2, and the other D4 is 2 as well. Okay. So that's 20 damage total. Ouch. Okay. That hurt. That hurt a little bit. Okay, and you get to go again, don't you? That I do. Recklessly, I did not hit the advantage button. That is, they are both 25 to hit. Oh, that hits. Yeah. Uh, that is going to be 11 uh, slashing damage plus 3 is 14. Lethal? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. You disperse this one. There's one left. And I will give my dude a wisdom save because he just saw he's by himself. Let's see how he's holding up. Okay, yeah. The guy with up. the hand. Yeah, he's like, he's pissed and he's not running. What are you doing? It is, you got your bonus action, Kurgan. 
I'm just going to do the bonus action to give extra hit points or temporary hit points in case Jace got hit. Okay, Charles, you're up. What are you doing? This guy's right in front of me, right? Uh, this guy, the two people that were fighting you are killed by Kurgan, and the guy fighting Kurgan, who's behind him, is, he's not directly in front of you. Alright, well then I'll just step to the side and just one more ray for Aust Adam. Okay. There we go. There you go. 23. Four. Burn damage. Nice. Alright. Still up. Still up. Alright. What else are you doing? Uh how is Kurgan looking? How's Kurgan? I've got forty-six hit points out of hundred and twenty-one. Alright, well then I'll just stay back here. <laughs> Alright, it's my guy. He's going to attack uh Kurgan. Cause he just saw Kurgan just take two of his guys down and he is pissed. So he's got advantage. A twenty-one. Yep, that hits. For uh, five. And then 21 again for uh, three. So eight total as he's just swinging at you, just pissed off yelling uh, expletives that you just took down two of his buddies. It's your turn, Kurgan. What are you doing? Well, he hit me, so I'm hitting him back harder. Oh, yeah. Rolling with advantage this time. That is a 28. That hits. That is uh, 12 slashing damage, plus 3 is 15. Okay. And the uh, fire damage is plus 3, and the ice damage is plus 2. Okay. Oh, he is down on one leg. He's missing an arm now. The hand that you tore, that you hurt is now lying on the ground. He is bleeding out. He's near death. Go ahead. Uh, okay, I've got one more attack, so I'm doing it. Yup. Okay, that's a 19. That hits. Or 29, rather. Yeah. All right, that is only 13 slashing damage. It's enough, it's enough. He's down to two hit points. Okay, he's dead. Yeah, he is no more. You laid waste all three. What are you guys doing here? Now there's three dead bodies massacred all around. What are you doing? Kurgan, and I'm gonna like mimic throwing the bodies out the window. Uh, and see if he gets the memo while I run over and I grab the communication, the bracelets, right, that I've seen them use. Okay, let's, let's roll. Let's see. Uh, give me an intelligence check from you, and I need a persuasion from Charles. Okay. No, it would be like a... Oh, sorry, Phil. Not talking while you're going. You go, sorry. Okay. All right. And I mean, with that, that's pretty, that's pretty bad. So what do you got for your intelligence check here with your... With your zero intelligence. With your zero intelligence, what do you... Oh, I'm doing it as well, shit, yes, sorry. Please. Um, 
just a check. It, yep. You're trying to understand. Minus one, Minus baby. Minus one to a safe. He is not understanding anything yeah, you're trying to say here with those rolls. I won't spend much time on it. Yeah. I'll just run over and I'll grab the... Uh, I've seen they've used like the communication bracelets, right? Yeah. And so I'll grab it from Jay and I'll try to talk into it and say... Yeah. It hey, is not... Uh, yeah, is the ship not coming off of his arm. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll just hold his arm to my... My ear. Yep. Okay. This is Charles. Can can y'all hear me? Nothing. Uh, Kurgan just for some uh, reason remembers that weird, funny rock he has in his pocket with like an ear on it. It's sending stone, but he, he he's an idiot, so it's just a rock. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> here, I've got I've got a way to. I'm gonna. Looking around the room, panicking, trying to figure out if this bracelet was magical. I'll cast Detect Magic real quick. Um, and what else do I see? Uh, across the room? Um, across the room, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there is not many magical items that are in this room that you can quick... Actually, give me a perception. I want to see what you can see. Oh, there we go. Natural 20. Okay. All right, so there is a desk that has fallen over, and there it seems to be a magical lock on it. But you also hear uh, with that perception that there is more people coming down the stairs right now. Kurgan's still being a silly goose. <laughs> You watched him pretty much get his brain, like, evaporated. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Silly Goose is technically what he's being. I think he's just being as intelligent as someone's situation could ex- be expected to be. Um, and the door's busted open. Yeah, the door's on its side. The room is in utter... Disaster! There's three dead bodies. Kurgan's got you have blood all over you. Kurgan's got a sword with dripping with blood, cuts everywhere. Uh, in your head, you're thinking this does not look look good for us right now. Are we still in the tunnel? No, you're out of the tunnel. Okay, all right. Kurgan, grab Jay, and I'll like start trying to pick up Jay and dragging him out towards the window. Okay. Uh, Kurgan by also picking up Jay. Okay. Uh, Both roll me a strength check, please. Am I still raging? Um, let's say, yeah, let's say your rage ends after this roll. Mm -hmm. That's a 22. Okay, so Charles, you think you're doing good, but you're really not holding up your end of the bargain here with a three. Uh, so, yeah, what are you guys, you guys are just throwing him over out the window? Jurgen, jump. Okay, I I'm doing it inside. So that is, throw, that is picking him up and tossing him out the window. Uh, He's falling out the window. Now I need you guys to roll me dex checks to roll out the, to, to get up out of the window here. And. Oh, well, I, I wasn't meaning throw him out first. I meant like 
we <laughs> all go out together. Okay, then roll me dex checks with disadvantage. Checks or save? Uh, checks, because you're doing something, not having something done to you. Okay, fair enough. Um, great. Six. Okay. So, you have a six, and... I've got a four. Oh my god. The second that we're, so you're yeah, the second round of the window. Like getting him through the window. He's a, a giant of a man as the door opens up and there are some uh, officials of the train and they're like, what is going on around here? And I'm going to give them a quick perception to uh, see if they can see you. Not hard, but. You never know. 11. So they don't really see your faces, but they see there are people trying to get out the window. And you guys can make another roll here. And if you don't make it here, they are definitely going to see you. The second we're out of the window, I'm casting Featherfall on all of us. Got it. So roll me a dexterity uh, check with disadvantage, please. Oh, come on. A nine and... 14. Okay. There we go. So, Kurgan, you're able to throw out... Jay and yourself to climb out. Charles, you your robe kind of gets stuck on the latch or something with a window, and it's stopping you from getting out. And they're right, well, trying to fall. Yeah, I'm casting Featherfall on them. Okay. While I'm stuck in the window. Yep. Okay. Um, and then can I use uh, my telekinetic to kind of push myself? That's a bonus action, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, you're going to push yourself. Okay, give me an Arcana. Is it Arcana that you're using, or is it... uh, Yeah, yeah. Okay, with disadvantage. Um, Oh, natural one. So you're trying to push against the window, but you're pushing against the window to get you free, and the window shatters but you're not free. And they run over and they're going, they get a good view of you. And now we're gonna get a grapple here. uh, These guys are not really just a straight 20, a five. And you can give me an, what is it? An athletics, I think a strength or athletics. Yeah, we're doing acrobatics. Nine, so barely, you're like kicking them away as they're trying to reach and grab your foot. Uh, Charles, uh, I mean, uh, Kurgan and Jay, you find a, uh, a weightlessness about you as you're just slowly descending down this, tra- uh, from the train tracks and there's like a cliffside and you're just slowly going down. You have no idea what's going on here. All right, Charles, what are you doing? Well, pulling out my last shebang, and I will cast uh... So we've probably moved, like, what, 90 feet? 
from oh, the time that they jumped out. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are you're flying at like 150 miles an hour. Okay. Then I will just cast. Uh, and these are just train officials. They're not more. Yeah, henchmen. they're they're kind of yeah train officials that hurt were told there's something going on, so they went to investigate. Well, then I will dimension door rather than thunder step. Then. Okay. Um, and I'll just uh, as they're grabbing me and trying to, I'll pull out my. Uh, I'll just shout actually uh, this magic word and uh i'll kind of like fold in on myself and teleport um and i'll just do the exact spot desired uh is right where um jergen and jay jumped out okay uh why don't you roll me a percentage die for me okay yeah that's not bad all right yeah exactly where you needed it to be you dimension door you're able to open the dimension door, uh, unlatch yourself, and you zap out. And describe what's going on here. What did you just do? Uh, well, after I kind of folded and teleported out, I'm once again free falling, and I think I'll have to wait like a second or two before I can feather fall myself. It's like um, six seconds, right? <laughs> Well, it's a reaction, so I don't know oh, if it's part yeah, of the... No. Yeah, no. Yeah, do it any time. Um, so then I'll feather fall on myself once I and kind of, like, catch my bearings, and then I'll try to float over towards... Question. Uh, Kurgan and Jay. If you cast another spell when you put feather fall on somebody, do they remain under feather fall, or does it go away? Yes. It is not So it's not concentration? No, it just lasts for a minute. Okay. Sweet. Okay, so you see them below you, and they're slowly falling down. And let's just say you guys make it to the bottom of this ravine. There is a stream, like, trickling by. There's lots of huge boulders on the ground, and you guys kind of, like, land pretty close to each other with that 84 percentage die roll. What are you guys doing? As this train disappears off into the distance and it's eerily quiet. I'm going to kind of get us to the edge of one of the boulders and immediately start a ritual casting Tiny Hut. Okay. So it'll take 10 minutes to pop up. In that 10 minutes, what are you doing? I guess I'm just holding uh, the, the body of Jay. Yup. Is he still breathing? Yeah, he's still breathing. Okay, sweet. Okay, so 10 minutes go by. Tiny hut. What's it look like? It's very comfortable inside, and it's just kind of like this uh, opaque, like foggy glass, um, but more like rock, uh, the sphere. that kind of pops up beside the boulder and fits all of us in it. And inside of it, it's very comfortable and dry, uh, despite like the spring kind of making the, the ground muddy, it's dry on the inside. And so then I'm just like, all right, Kurgan, let's, ah, let's catch our breath. Uh, and I'll just sit down and kind yep. of crash. 
Well, I need you. So you go in. I want to roll a persuasion or uh, and, and we're like I don't I don't go in. It pops around us. Oh, you're already in it. Okay. Yeah, like where I casted it is the center of it, and so it'll like poof around okay. us. So, Kurgan, mm-hmm. how are you gonna how are you gonna handle this? Uh, I guess we're inside like a dome now or something. Yeah. Like. Kurgan sort of looks around a bit like, huh? Okay. Like, he's dumb. He doesn't know what's yeah. going on. This is fine. Okay. So, uh, you guys are just going to do a nice little rest here? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, what are you guys doing in for your short rest? Uh, I'll just be sitting and uh, using my arcane recovery. To get some spells back. Okay. And Kyrgyz. Oh, sorry. I guess Kyrgyz's gonna sleep, but I don't remember if uh, I get my intelligence back on a short or a long rest specifically, so I'm gonna... It said short rest. It did? Yeah, on the uh, the roll 20, because I haven't been looking at it too. Yeah. Uh, The reduction lasts until the target finishes a short or long rest. Yeah, there it is. Okay. okay. Well, so, I guess I'm just gonna sleep for like an hour, yeah. probably a nap, and yeah. Okay. And you wake up, and all of a sudden you're like, you you remember everything, but now you're just more aware. You're like, that was weird. Oh, that was a blast, wasn't it? Yeah, I I had no idea what was going on. Did chilling better? You're well, talking. that's a good sign. Yes, it is. I I'm not sure whether this was like a dream or a hallucination. I don't even know when it was happening. Whether it was before I stood up in the train or after or during, but something about a. Uh, Zoriat being awoken and like the gatekeepers or something, but I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just confused. I don't know what's going on. Does that mean anything to me? Having grown up around here, uh, you can roll me either a religion or history with disadvantage. Looking for a nineteen. Ooh, okay. Nineteen history. Nineteen. Oh, let's go. There we go. What was your what were your two rolls? 19 and 24. Okay. So you know that they're the gatekeepers in Zoria. Uh, it was it was a moon that in history that you remember reading about where there was a war and the giants were able to separate the connection between our there was a war and you're not and there was the giants and the the dragons helped fight off the connection of this moon and it was uh they put it in stasis so that this moon couldn't get close enough 
to Eberron. And that had to do with uh, a giant warrior. Really not too sure exactly what it was, but there is a moon that is no longer that. Uh, and the gatekeepers were these druids that helped form these seals to keep them at bay, to keep this moon in stasis away. So Zoria is the name of the moon? Yes. Gotcha. Okay. I'll relay that over to you. And then we'll, uh, we should probably just, oh, is Jay breathing? Yeah, I've, I've, I've been checking periodically. Okay. Should you just call the ship to pick us up, or are you in the mood oh, to came? Yeah, I could do that. Um, I tried to, but I couldn't. Yeah, I, I, I use those bracelets. Um, hey, uh, guys, up on the ship, and also text. We've had a bit of a, an issue. You guys, all right? Uh, text says that he's stomach's feeling better. He's about to join you at the party again. Uh, hope everything's good. He's at the suite, and you won't believe it, but Dresden's here with him uh, on the ship. I mean, not on the ship, but on the train. He just teleported down onto the train. Oh, okay. We're not on the train. Um, Is it? Where was, the Dresden the guy that, was Dresden the guy that we were... Uh, uh, Dresden is the uh, the kobold who protects. Oh. oh, okay, sweet. Yeah, I was confused for a while. Uh, okay, so I'm I'm just gonna say, well, we got into fight with a mind flayer. I had like my brain partially eaten. I guess I was just an idiot, and then we jumped out of a train because there was a big fight happening. Uh, okay. And are you coming back on the train? Um, let, let me let me just give me a moment. Hey, when we were like in that room, did anyone that's still alive see our faces? Because you were up there for like a little bit longer than the rest of us. Oh uh, yeah, they saw mine. Okay. Um. I'm guessing they also saw the blue man. I mean, I did have like a sort of a suit on, but they probably could have been able to tell that I was blue from like cuts and stuff. I don't know. I'm going to go back onto the wrist uh, thing. Yeah, I don't think that's a very good idea. Okay, so what's the plan then? I I don't know. Could you like... Is there a way for you to find Miss Press and, like, talk to her? Because I think she's still on the train. She just climbed up on the roof. And he's like... When everything was going down. Yeah, I'll find her. I'll be right back. Might take a couple hours. That's gross. What are you guys doing? You guys are in some strange ravine? Having a second now, do I kind of recognize the landscape? Have any idea where we are? Mm, you can roll me a 
nature check. Oh, okay. Okay. 21. Okay, so you do know that you saw a sign that said wrote 10 miles away. So, and you see off into the distance that this river looks like it would lead to Rote. And Rote is the capital of Breland. So it's a very popular uh, destination. So you feel like you're real close to Rote. Sir Peregrine, is the ship not able to beam us up? Oh, it probably can. Let me just ask quickly. Sorry, I got sidetracked with a, a, a text. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Hey, ship, this is uh, Kiergen calling in with an unconscious J, and uh, uh, I've also got uh, Charles here with me. Would you mind beaming us up? Uh, this is Toak. Um, sure, I can beam you up, but just let you know I cannot beam you back down till tomorrow. Dresden beamed himself down, so he thought he'd meet you on the train. Where, where are you guys located at? Um, oh, one quick moment. Hey, where are we located? Oh, we're right near uh, Rope, kind of on the edge of the river. I can triangulate it through the bracelet. Hold on, let me see you. He, oh, I see you. He's on the telescope um, with the arcane eye, and he sees you. He's like, ask, ask where they are. Hey, where are you guys? We're you just like yeah, up in space. Yeah, we're like upper atmosphere, just floating away from the rings because I am afraid of whatever's lingering in those those rings up above us. So we're just just hanging out up here and we can zap you back up and hold tight. And you guys materialize on the teleporter. Oh, that's convenient. Um, that's better. Now, we should probably follow that train just in case Tex needs us. Uh, oh, we're, fo- we're following that train? Okay. And uh, Towak slides into the minor helm, puts a couple of spell slots in, and zooms over and is hovering over the train quite a distance away, miles. Okay, I, was about, I was about to say, we're not like... Flying car, Harry Potter chasing no, 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 miles above. Gotcha, gotcha. Toak, do you happen to see any other spaceships coming and going uh, from near where we were? It's been, been pretty quiet, uh, other than other than Dresden, like being pretty secretive and got on the teleporter and uh, went away. Uh, Secretive? What do you mean secretive? Uh, He just, he packed a bunch of belongings, like he's going on a trip, and got on the teleporter without telling anybody, and then zapped over, and I was able to make sure, talk to Tex, that he, that what what happened, and he said that Dresden was there, so uh, I don't know what's going on with that. I feel like that might be a slight security concern. What do you mean? Like we should probably have it have it be like there needs to be like at least one other person to activate the the teleportation circle. 
Anyway, we got in a fight yeah. with a mind flayer. That's, that's why we're talking about. Yeah, ships what's going and on stuff. with Jay? Is he okay? Um, he's breathing. Got his brain sucked out. Well, let's get him into did a bed. Did he get his brain sucked out, or did the same thing that happened to me happen to him? His brain got sucked out? He ran over and he checked his Not entirely. Not entirely. Oh. oh, well, can somebody so pick him up and bring him to a bed? Uh, sure. I'm, I'm still holding them. I'll yeah. take him to, like... Yeah. We have an infirmary, right? Well, no, not really. It's a pretty small ship, so... Oh, fair point. I, I just take him to his room, yeah. I guess. And Sybil kind of follows you there and is looking after him a little bit. Okay. Do I have any sort of communicator that can talk to people on the surface? Oh, uh, yeah, I've got um, yeah. this here uh, sending stone, but I I think the other one is like yeah, connected it, to the ship here. Yeah, he point talk points you to this orb. It's like, this is a message orb. Uh, you just put two hands on it, and then you can send the messages out. Well, that would have been great to know. All right, well, too late for that. Uh, can the messages go to anyone? Yeah, as long as you've met them before. All right. I think I'm going to send a message to April real quick. Okay. Make sure that she got away. So I'll go over and put my hands on it and just go, uh, April, this is Charles. Uh, we... Had to jump off the train. All good. Back in space. You make it out. Oh my gosh, this is so weird. You're like in my head. Uh, yeah, I made it out. All right, are you guys okay? I, I'm back in my train car. Nobody saw me, but there's a lot of commotion. And word is that they saw you and they know that you're affiliated with, uh, and everybody, so I don't know what's going on. Ah, uh, great. Well, I got some of the papers from the, uh, well, I think they'll do us some good. Okay, uh, excellent. Did you happen to, you grabbed a green gem, right? Yeah, I grabbed that dark box. It looked like the only thing that was in reach that looked pretty interesting. Uh, it's got a dragon shard that was cracked on it but yeah i got it why what's up great i'm gonna pick that up from you next time i find you and we'll take a look at it okay no problem um next time i'll be coming to find you but if that's just gonna cause you more trouble just tell him we spoke and that he should steer clear and hide you got it i'll send him a message well it looks like y'all are headed to rot yeah, we're, Rope is like, uh, Rope. yeah, we're pulling in in like a couple minutes. Uh, a lot of people are going to dock, but I'm pretty sure this place is going to be filling up with, uh, with uh, guards because of what happened. So I'm going to lay low. Um, you guys really should take text and everybody can get off this train. Yeah. Uh, well, we will reach out to you uh, in a day or two um, to meet up. Okay, we'll do. I'm uh, just gonna keep on the train and follow these leads. All right, April's okay, but uh, the guards seem to have connected that 
we are associated with text. So that might not be great for him. I assume you're talking to Kiergan, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking to... Okay. Yeah. Um, that might not be good. I'm also a little bit confused as to Dresden. Like, I'm not saying we shouldn't trust him anymore, but... He just left without really telling anyone. Is that not something he does a lot? I don't, I don't think so. I think he's always just been up here on, on Belenac. Speaking of, hey, Belenac, do you know what's going on with Dresden? No answer. Uh-uh. I'm going to take that as a no, and also maybe something we should have looked at. Um, hmm. Toak goes over and is like, Belenac? And... The, he walks over to where the orb is, and he's like, uh, we might have a problem here. Belenac is not. The orb that Belenac's consciousness is in is no longer there. I told you it was a security issue. I immediately get onto the bracelet, and I'm talking to Tex immediately. Hey, where's Dresden? He's, uh, he's right here. Great, great. Uh, we're gonna uh, uh, meet up with you tomorrow when we can, and we're gonna we're gonna figure things out. Sounds good. I'm looking for that April. Great. Not to look for April. Uh, actually, no. We've we've had some change of plans. We've been able to uh, talk to April already, so you don't need Damn to do it. that. She's fine. Everything's good. Ugh. Tell him to hide. And you know what? It'd, it'd probably be a good idea if you just sort of hid, maybe like, I uh, don't know, like, just just don't show yourself to any guards or anything. I know you're kind of a party guy, and we've kind of ruined that for you, but I'll make it up to you, I promise. Mm. Roll me a persuasion. Okay. Uh, persuasion, that is plus six. No, wait, no, that's plus two, sorry. Well, it's a 19 total. Oh, beautiful. He's like, uh, uh, if you think it's best, but, you know, you never know what's going to happen. That we do. We do not know what's going to happen. Off of the bracelet, I'd say I am not telling Tex not to, to trust Dresden. Because if I do, he's gonna let it slip before we can get there. You you know what? Where has Dresden been uh, uh, sleeping all this time? He has a little cot, or actually, just sleeps on the ground right in front of Belenac's orb. He just hangs out there, protects it. Okay, I'm gonna do a little bit of like a, an investigation, see yeah. if there's like anything yeah. else missing. Go ahead. I'll help you out with that. Yeah. Roll investigation with advantage. I'm I've only got plus right. one, and I'm assuming you've got higher, just, so you can go with advantage. Yeah, I wasn't sure. If it... Actually, it's just roll one each, so you roll. No. Yeah. Okay. 18. That's a three on my end. Ow. Okay. <laughs> so, Kurgan, you're, like, looking in, like, the broom closet. Uh, but there's really no clues that you know. Belenax orb's missing. Uh, Dresden really just packed up some of his belongings, took Belenac with him, and 
teleported out. That's all you can really figure out. Yeah, I don't see any sign of anything. He's just gone. Is there like some sort of magic that that got to him or something? Or does he just uh, want to betray us now? Is there like some sort of big overarching plan? I'll check for magic. Give me 10 minutes. Oh shit, uh, Kyogen is gonna go to the vault. Okay. You go to the vault, Rockard sleeping, but when he sees you, he kind of perks up and he's like, oh, I've been watching the whole time. No one's been down here, I promise, Kyogen. They better not have, and I open the vault. Do I, can I find the crystals? All, all the, you know, your crystal is still there. You can feel it and sense it. Your crystal's there. And so is the other. There, everything seems in order. Oh. Oh. Kyogen <laughs> sort of puts like a hand on his chest and sort of leans back like he's about to fall over because it like hasn't breathed or something. Oh. Like worried he was gonna get. Everything all right, Master Kyogen? I told you, no one has gotten past me. <laughs> Yeah, uh, sorry, Rockard. There's just been a bit of a um, uh, security sort of issue with um, uh, uh, Dresden, so I was what? a bit paranoid. Is he okay? Stuff in here. Um, we don't know. He's left, and he has taken Belenac with him. So, are you kidding me? What? Belenac's not on the ship anymore. I am not kidding you. I am not oh, kidding you. That's not good. Isn't the ship Belenac? That's a right. good point. The ship's name is Belenac as of right now, but uh, Belenac was a ancient dragon that died and put his consciousness in the, an orb. Yes. Yeah. And put it on the ship, and the orb but is now missing. But the ship is still a spell jamming ship. Oh. Okay, so it, he wasn't like powering the ship. No, he just used gotcha, all gotcha. his money from it that he had got from his dragon lair, and bought the ship off of Narcane, and uh, that's why you have this top of the line ship. Gotcha. Yeah. As opposed to the rinky dink, essentially yeah. sailboat comparison thing. Exactly. You have like the creme of the creme. Oh, shit. I'm not doing that again. Okay. What were you worried he got in here? Uh, okay, you've been with us for a bit. Uh, I am willing to tell you things, but I still think this is more like a group decision, so... I'm going to wait until at least a, a J is up and about for us to discuss the history of the group. I mean, I know about the uh, crystals and stuff. I've seen some stuff. Is there more oh. than that? Oh, no, it's 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 that. So they can just, like, full-on whip someone around and make them steal a dragon orb? <laughs> It's, I don't think the crystals can do that. It's more that the crystals are like, they're very, very powerful, ancient magic, like, uh -huh. Uh -huh. I think maybe even made by the gods or by something as powerful or more powerful than the gods. And um, 
apparently if you get all of them together you can use them to break down the the crystal shells around like worlds and stuff and then everyone would die and i think that's what the mind players are trying to do all right uh give me 10 minutes i can uh start tracing any magical mishappenings that might have manipulated dresden sweet there's plenty of time uh there um what is it uh trowman is making some dinner for you guys he's and putting some dinner out there for you guys, cleaning up, um, making sure you guys are okay. 10 minutes, you guys have all the downtime you want. You can't leave the ship. There's no more teleporter. Uh, so what are you guys gonna do in this downtime? I'm uh, doing detect magic and tracing, okay. yep. seeing if there's any things that aren't usually there. Um, Romeo Arcana. Okay, dirty twenty. I mean, there's tons of magic on the ship. Yeah. From Toak's room. I mean, the treasure chest is blazing magic. It's like looking into the sun. Of uh, the amount of magic coming from that chest, uh, but you cannot see anything out of the ordinary. And I'll make my way from the vault to uh, where Dresden was sleeping. Yep. And Nothing. the hell, I mean, up on top of the deck, the message orb, the helm, the um, the sh- the shield, the communicator. I mean, all the those are all blazing um, magical, yeah. but nothing seems like to lead to uh, any nefariousness. Yeah, I don't see any signs of magical manipulation at least i don't know whether that's good or bad because like i said has he been been planning this for like ever why wait till now i i I don't i don't know that that's what i'm thinking i i just don't understand it so anything else you guys want to accomplish well i guess i'll uh it and ponder all this and look into my book. Okay. See if it has any. You put the papers that you found away. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, you... I wanted to look what? at those papers. Oh. You want to look at those papers? Yeah, yeah. Figure might as well. Okay, so the DC I'm setting is 21, but. For every piece of paper you have is minus one for that DC. So how many pages did you have? Six. Six pages. So that'd be a 15, right? Okay. Give me an investigation with a 15. And did they glow with the magic? The papers? No. They're yes, just okay. papers. Right, investigation. Let's go. There we go. Oh, Wonderful. yeah. So it is uh, a cipher and you're able to decrypt it took you a little while to figure it out but with enough papers that you had you were able to decipher it and what you decipher is that they have discovered an ancient artifact that dropped from the heavens 
named the Heart of Sybaris, and it has fallen into the glowing chasm. And they have moved this ancient artifact deeper into the glowing chasm towards what they call the Fortress of the Stained. And they are looking to free the Stained One. And they is referring to the, the Mind Flayers or the... Uh, the Dalkier. Oh, this doesn't sound good. We need to, uh, head to the glowing chasm. And, uh, about as fast as we can, it seems like. All right. Uh, Kurian, is there anything you want to do for your, your, uh, downtime here? Um, this, this just keeps on seeming to happen to me. Can I, like, try and make, like, a tinfoil hat or something to protect my brain? <laughs> sure, of course you can. So you can make it your way down into Towok's workshop. And Jones is there and he's, hello, it's good to see you, Hi. Jurgen. What can I help you with? Uh, it's been a while. Um, uh, I just had an encounter with a, a mind flayer. Oh. And uh, kind of same thing as last time. I was, I got really, really, really stupid. Like, what happened? That's amazing that you survived a mind flayer attack. Those I heard are very dangerous. Oh yeah, yeah, very dangerous. I was like, like you know how people say that you you're like strong as an ox, as like a sort of like a simile. I was like as dumb as a brick. Oh, that's not good. I'm glad to see you are back to normal. Or are you still dumb as a brick? No, no, I'm back to normal. I can actually okay. speak and comprehend the fact that language exists now, oh, so... Good. Yeah, that's that's good. I, I'm just wondering whether I should have some sort of, like, protective gear from Mind Flayer attacks or something. Hmm, like a helmet that protects you from... Hmm, that's interesting. Maybe we can make something of that order to take some magic. But if we can use the Arcana to deflect the intelligence absorption, we could. Yes, I think that is. Let me ponder this. Ponder away. Okay. I might need some materials if you're able to give me some. That's fair. Uh, I've got this. Uh... Kyogen takes off the, the gold circlet that he's kept on his forehead for, like, probably more than a year at this point. Yeah. I've got this thing that makes me uh, a little bit smarter when I'm just looking around, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to give him the uh, iron Crown stone? of investigation. Oh, oh crown of it. Oh. Ah, uh, I see. Maybe if I change the attunement and change the arcana 
this is something that Toak and I could work together. Let me work on this. Cool. Great. Okay. And he takes the crown and starts looking at it. What else are you going to do? Uh, I guess I'm just going to... I would offer to help, but compared to Jones and Toak in this situation, I might as well be dumb as a brick. So I'm just going to awkwardly wander off and nurse my wounds, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So I'm down to like a third of my health. You are going to hang out in your room, take a nice rest. Any, anybody else want to do anything else with their downtime? Probably a good idea to check in on uh, uh, Tex every once in a while. Yep. Tex is like keeping a low profile, just drinking at one of these uh, carts over here and uh, just just milling about. Don't worry about me. I can take care of myself. Jay's still unconscious, right? Jay is still unconscious and um, Civil is saying that he seems to be having nightmares. He's muttering under his breath. Yeah, I'm gonna at some point to detect magic again and just okay. focus in on his uh, mark. Oh, yes. He got his kind of condensed, and yes. I never was able to do that. To yes, him and as you do, the connection to the blackness finally touches your eyeball, and a searing pain comes over you. And please roll me a constitution saving throw, please. I'm looking for a 17. Oh, boy. Your eye starts darting around, not under your control, and it's looking about all over the place. Uh, is the text magic still up? Can I send nope, something? No, no, you're my right eye? before you okay. can do it. It like this okay. searing headache happened, and now your eye is looking all about on its own. I'm gonna see if there's any mirrors around or shiny surfaces. Sure, yeah. stare into it. Yep, and you're looking at your own eye through your eye. It's weird, but it's darting around, looking left and right, and you can't control it. It still looks like my eye. You can see through it, but it's something is controlling it. Oh shoot! What is this? Um. What, what, what's the play here? I'm just going to kind of cut a piece of my robe off and okay. tie it around to eye and yep. make like a makeshift eye patch. Yep, we'll do. And you can feel it under your eyelid moving around. It's like really weird to you. Oh, this is not pleasant. Uh, okay. And I'm going to try to focus enough to do the like detect magic stuff again. Yeah. And yes, the mark on Jay's back is glowing with magic, and so is his hand. The one that's bandaged up. And you look in the mirror, and your eyeball is glowing magic, too. Ah, okay, great, 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 great. I'll just kind of, I'll pull out my copper wire and just message Kurgan. Hey, do you think that we're going to be doing anything else today? Or uh, can I use up the rest of my magic? 
I don't think we'll be doing much up on the ship. Uh, it might be best to not use everything, like keep a little things in the reserve just in case, but yeah, I think, I think we're mostly done. Cool. Um, am I getting the sense from the eye that's like the same sense that I've gotten before whenever this has like knocked me out? Hmm. Think an insight on yourself. Insight. <laughs> You're insighting your. Ooh, nice. Beautiful. Ooh. So, what were you looking for? I'm seeing if this is the same type of feeling that I've gotten before from this, or if this is like a new and amped up magic. This is. Or if it's just because it moved. This is something like it's morphing into something else. Well. I am going to cast Dispel Magic on just my eye at fourth level. Okay. And it is higher than fourth level. All right, so 10, and then I'll roll with my spellcasting. Oh, boy. Shoot, monkey. And you start vomiting because this nauseousness fills you up and you can't concentrate enough as you try to seek the dispel magic into it and you just feel sick and you're just and Sybil's like runs over to you and she's like are you okay is everything all right I'm not okay and I'll show her my eye and be like she's like that looks just like the eye on his hand over there what the hell? I'll run over and I'll look at his hand. Yeah, and the two eyes are like locking eyes together. No, oh, that's trippy. Okay, um, I'm gonna cast momentary. I'm gonna use the momentary stasis on myself. Okay. If I can try that. To do so what? that I'm encased in a field of magical energy, just to try and spill the eye. Okay. Um, because it would incapacitate and have a speed of zero for uh, sure. six seconds or whatever. Okay. So your yeah, your eye is kind of slow slowing down. But slowly looking around. Wow, oh, this is weird, okay. Ooh, okay, not much else I can do about that at the moment. I'll uh, go and try to find Kerrigan now. You, once I kind of like yeah. get my composure back. Are I'll you put the eye patch that? back on. Yeah, so yeah. Okay. Put your eye patch back on and you locate Kerrigan. Kerrigan, where are you? In your room? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just in my room nursing the wounds, just okay. sitting. Hey, uh, where did you take Jay to get his thing looked at? Uh, let's see, it was somewhere in Sean. It was like the house of, uh, y y you know what, you know what? Uh, does, was Kyogen the one that had that, uh, No, car? I was. Or the car? Oh, it was, it was the same place. Are you asking me? Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm on the okay. deal. Yeah, you had okay. So you had the card is House Tarkonan. Okay, sweet. I've got this card to uh, House Tarkonan. I'm pretty sure that's where we went. Oh, cool, 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 cool. All right. Uh, and do you do you remember what they said about it, or how they fixed it? Uh, let's see. They didn't really fix it. As far as I'm aware, they kind of made it a little bit worse because they said this is the mark of death. Uh, something to do with uh, dragons and giants trying to wipe them out and blowing up one of the moons to do it. Like, I don't... I think they mentioned that he was going to turn into a dragon or a dragonborn. And then and that was why the, it was a mark of death or something, because everyone who had this mark has died. I'm, I'm not very certain. I'm just... I was kind of confused by the whole situation. I'm pretty sure Jay was too. Oh, okay. All right. Thanks. And I'm just going to out. Okay. Anything else you guys want to do? Not particularly on my end. Okay. Yeah, it's been a, it's eventful. All right. As you guys are tired and you settle down for the evening on your well-deserved long rest. It's hard for you, Charles, to get some sleep because you feel your eye moving around in your eye patch. We're going to end with this dark cave in a nondescript area. And there is Kay, the Colossus Mind Flayer, holding this bright, shining stone with two hands and placing it in a ritual circle. Thirteen women in robes begin chanting around this circle, and a bright light fills them, and a beam shoots out of this gem, striking this ice wall. The women scream as they burn, their arcana burns out from within and burns them alive and they fall to the ground like husks. Kay looks at them and shouts, next, as these creatures drag the women away and 13 women are being placed in their place. And that's where we'll end tonight's episode. Mm -hmm.